Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of the Dayson Digest. My name is Angelina Davis, and I am one of the liaison clinical pharmacists. And today I'll be your host for this podcast episode. And the title of this episode is Community Acquired Pneumonia is All About the Numbers. Today, we'll be taking a deep dive into a newly published article in the March 27th edition of The Lancet. And this article was entitled Discontinuing Beta-Lactam Treatment After Three Days for Patients with Community-Acquired Pneumonia in Non-Critical Care Wars. And so this study was also known as the Pneumonia Short Treatment or PTC trial. Lower respiratory tract infections are one of the most common indications for antibiotic use in community and hospital settings. We see this day in and day out in all of our hospitals. And community-acquired pneumonia results in over 600,000 admissions to hospitals annually here in the U.S., with the highest incidence in those who are over the age of 65. Now, U.S. guidelines for the treatment of these adults with community-acquired pneumonia recommends that no less than five days of antibiotic therapy be administered and also recommends discontinuation based on clinical stability criteria. Now, whether or not this represents the optimal duration of therapy for community-acquired pneumonia, or CAP, has long been the center of much discussion and much debate. So this study aimed to assess the need for an additional five-day course of treatment with beta-lactam therapy among patients who were admitted to the hospital for CAP who were clinically stable after three days and had received beta-lactam treatment during that period of time. The PTC trial was conducted among medical ward patients from 16 French hospitals. Now, it was a double-blind, randomized, placebo-controlled, non-inferiority trial that was designed with two parallel treatment groups. Eligible patients included those that were age 18 years or older, had moderately severe community-acquired pneumonia, were treated with beta-lactam monotherapy according to European guidelines. So that meant that these patients received either amoxicillin plus clavulanate, oral or intravenous, or they received a parenteral third-generation cephalosporin such as ceftriaxone. They also exhibited a clinical response after 72 hours of treatment. That was another requirement. They defined community-acquired pneumonia as the presence of at least one acute clinical sign that was compatible with pneumonia symptoms. So that could include anything from cough to purulent sputum or shortness of breath. These patients also had temperatures that were above 38 degrees Celsius in the 48 hours before admission to the hospital. And they also had to have a new pulmonary infiltrate on either chest X-ray or CT scan. And that new infiltrate had to be seen either on day zero or within uh, the first three days of admission. Now, patients were excluded and were not included in the study if there were signs of severe or complicated community-acquired pneumonia, and that's uh, seeing things such as abscess or a massive pleural infusion or some other type of serious chronic respiratory infection. Those patients were excluded. In addition to those that had known immunosuppression or if they had healthcare-associated pneumonia or suspicion of aspiration pneumonia or any other type of infection that required concomitant antibiotic therapy. Patients with suspected or confirmed Legionella were also excluded as well as those who had infections due to 
intracellular microorganisms. So all of those patients were excluded. Now, before inclusion and enrolling into this study, the investigators determined whether the patient met all of the community-acquired pneumonia stability criteria. And then on day three, after randomization, the patients were given either placebo or they were given beta-lactam therapy. And then they were discharged at the physician's discretion. At that point, compliance was assessed during medical interviews, as well as by self-report during the treatment period. And they were able to verify compliance based on the return of the study drug blister pack. And that happened on day 15, as well as they had face-to-face -face visits and telephone calls um, that were used for assessment at day 15 and day 30. Now, the primary outcome of this study was cure 15 days after the start of antibiotic treatment with beta-lactams. And there were multiple secondary outcomes that were included, and those included cure at day 30, all-cause mortality on day 30, frequency and severity of adverse events, pneumonia symptoms, as well as quality of life were all secondary outcomes. Patients were assessed for eligibility between the time frame of December 19th of 2013 and February 1st of 2018. And during this time period, there were a total of 706 patients that were assessed for eligibility. And of those, 310 were actually randomly assigned to either the placebo group or the beta-lactam group. And so when you look at baseline criteria, these groups seem and appear to be pretty well matched. Also, when you look at what therapy the patients received during the first three days of hospitalization to each group, you will find that the majority of patients, the overwhelming majority, 64 and 65% in both groups, were given amoxicillin plus clavulane as the beta-lactam of choice. So now, remember, this is prior to the assignment of either placebo or additional beta-lactam therapy. In terms of baseline, the majority of them had received similar therapy. Now, what investigators found was that three days of beta-lactam therapy was non-inferior to eight days of treatment among non-immunocompromised patients with moderately severe community-acquired pneumonia. Once again, these are patients that were admitted to a non-critical care unit without serious respiratory insufficiency and did not have septic shock. These are also patients who met clinical stability criteria after five days of beta-lactam monotherapy. And so the results that they found were actually consistent across subgroups of older patients, as well as patients that were deemed to be at the highest risk and had a pneumonia severity score, index score of greater than 90. Now, one of the first things I wanna point out is that by nature of the study design, these results cannot easily be transferred or applied to patients who did not exhibit a response by day three. That was the inherent design of the study. The study did not include patients with severe disease or those with advanced renal failure. These were patients where, when you think about it, the anticipated cure rate actually would be rather high. And this is important when we're thinking about how a study like this can be applied to our clinical setting and the way that we will position antibiotic therapy for the management of community-acquired pneumonia. 
Now, one thing that was very interesting when you look at the results of this study is that patients with the highest severity of disease, so these are the patients that actually had a PSI or a pneumonia severity index score of greater than 90, had a higher 15-day cure rate in the placebo arm. A little weird, right? And so that begins to call into question the study design. And because there was not a focused attempt to identify the pathogens that were actually causing the infection, we don't really know how many patients really had maybe a viral pneumonia. So is a shorter three-day course of therapy for community-acquired pneumonia or CAP ready for prime time? Based on you know, this study and its design and its results, um, not yet. <laughs> there are a number of factors that still really need to be addressed, such as the study design, as I mentioned before, the antibiotic regimen that was used. They were prescribed beta-lactam monotherapy. And there are other options and alternatives. Whether or not there was presence of bacterial infection, we don't really know what that incidence or, or the presence of bacterial infection versus viral was. Additionally, outcomes. Outcomes among patients with severe illness or with renal dysfunction. We know that the vast majority of the patients that we see, or I wouldn't necessarily say the vast majority, but a large number of the patients that we see in, in the inpatient setting often present with rather severe illness as well as definitely renal dysfunction. A shorter course of therapy for community-acquired pneumonia is a very promising option and something that is rather exciting because it can potentially reduce bacterial resistance. It can decrease not just patient costs, but also hospital costs, acquisition costs, administration costs associated with administrations, et cetera, and also limit adverse events. But we do know that right now we just don't have sufficient data to make this recommendation on a routine basis. And so there is opportunity definitely to significantly impact antibiotic prescribing if we're able to shorten the duration of therapy in community acquired pneumonia. But we do need just, just a little more work <laughs> before we know for sure. So just to recap, the PTC trial, which is also known as the pneumonia short treatment study or trial, actually investigated or aimed to assess the need for an additional five-day course of treatment with beta-lactam therapy among patients who were admitted to the hospital for community-acquired pneumonia who were clinically stable after three days of beta-lactam treatment. And what the study found was that three days of beta-lactam therapy was non-inferior to eight days of treatment among non-immunocompromised patients with moderately severe community-acquired pneumonia who met clinical stability, once again, after three days of beta-lactam monotherapy. So although this was a very promising result, there were a number of limitations associated with this study, including possibly the study design, as well as the potential application to patients with severe infection, as well as those who have renal dysfunction. So we have a little bit more work to do in order to really determine whether or not this shorter course would be 
optimal or most beneficial for the patients that we typically see in our hospital settings or inpatient settings. But I do think that it opens our eyes to the possibility that we can potentially shorten courses of therapy for the management of pneumonia. And hopefully we will be able to do this uh, with time. Only time will tell, we'll see. So until next time, take care. 